Aloha, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Above and Away, the official Navy Region Hawaii Joint Base Pearl Harbor Hickam podcast. Once a month, we will be bringing you stories from across the base, stories on local events, base history, and everyday life of sailors and airmen. Now let's dive, dive, dive into today's podcast. Because we are following the CDC guidelines on social distancing, we've conducted a lot of our interviews this week remotely. So the audio quality isn't great, but don't let that get in the way of enjoying this edition of Above and Away. I'm Erin Huggins, and I work here at uh, Joint Base Pearl Harbor Hickam's Public Affairs Office. And on today's podcast, we wanted to talk with service members about how they're overcoming the time of social distancing and stay-at-home orders. How are they making the adjustment to this crazy time? We also talked with some folks over at the MFSC, the Military Family Service Center, to find out a little bit more of some options that are available to service members and their families and what things to take advantage of while we self-isolate. First up, we talk with Staff Sergeant Robbins. Both he and his wife are Air Force. She's essential personnel, and he's been ordered to work from home. Plot twist, they have a baby. A new mobile baby. And even if you aren't a parent, you can imagine how difficult it is to have to work from home with a baby. Robbins has had to make some serious adjustments, but he's making it work. Here's his story. Okay, um, Staff Sergeant Justin Robbins um, from Illinois, uh, Quad Cities, Illinois, to be more specific. Uh, been in about six years. This is my England, my fourth, assi- fourth assignment. So, and I've only been here for about four months before the you know pandemic really kicked in and got the whole uh, you know everything on lockdown. So I had no chance to explore all the beauties of Hawaii before. How have you? adjusted or not to working from home to completing your mission? Oh, so it, it, I, I wouldn't say it's like a huge adjustment, but, you know, I was going to work, you know, me and my wife, we only have one car right now. So we're uh, leaving at different hours in the day. But um, we drop off our baby at the CDC, then go to work and then pick him up and then come home. Now I'm just a stay at home dad. And because my, my wife is mission essential. So she's gone in the morning until, you know, late in the evening. So I'm just kind of holding down the fort here, trying to make sure, you know, cleaning up the tornado mess that's come through, trying to keep the baby from getting in, you know, getting into trouble um, since he started crawling now. So that's, I guess, one of the benefits of uh, being at home is I didn't get to miss the whole transition from him being a little small potato and not moving and then going straight mobile. So, I, which has been, you know, nothing but parent, you know, I'm nothing paranoid now because like he's crawling around. I'm just like, I might be on my laptop for a second that I look up and he's reaching for an outlet and I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, he's, you know, playing with some toys and, you know, I'm on my laptop about to send down an email and then I hear a little, and he fell and bumped his head and I'm just like, this is awful. <laughs> I missed the little potato stage now because I used to you know actually get some work done, but now like work is pretty much at a stoppage Yeah. when I'm at home by myself. And then when my wife gets home, that's when I can start, you know, picking up on work. Yeah. But it is, it's been a huge adjustment. I've been trying to pretty much tackle everything. Yeah. Waking up in the morning, waking up in the middle of the night with the baby, 
trying to log in, send some emails so I don't get in trouble at work, which I haven't, you know, gotten in trouble or anything at all. They've been kind of, they've been understanding. Yeah. Um, but the adjustment was kind of hard to make. Yeah. Yeah. That like uh transition for like a lot of parents like yourself, like, it, <laughs> it, I mean, you, it's hard to work with a baby. You, I mean, it's almost yeah. like it's virtually impossible. So like I've, I've talked with like a lot of parents like you who are like, having to adjust their work schedule from, okay, well, I'm a, I'm a caretaker during the day. And then when my wife gets home, tag, you're it. And then, uh, then I'll be able to like do some work. So yeah. that adjustment, like that parents are having to make is just incredible. I didn't think it would be as difficult as it is. Yeah. Uh, Cause we, you know, me and my wife, we make jokes back and forth of like, oh, work is exhausting. I'm just going to be a stay at home parent. And like, like through the five weeks I've been, you know, at home, uh, teleworking, I can definitely say I am not, you know, built for this. <laughs> it, was, it was about week two and a half where I like finally snapped and I was just like, I'm done now. <laughs> so is there, is there, I know you're, you're busy, like baby and then working, but is there anything like a goal or an activity that you want to accomplish while you continue to stay at home and social distance? Uh, so my goal in the, uh, in the beginning, I was just like, I really want to get some good, you know, yard work in. Cause like, uh, our backyard, it was just nothing but weeds and just awful. And I was just like, well, if I put the baby in his, you know, bassin, uh, like a little bassinet thing and put him outside, I can, you know, pull some weeds, I can plant some stuff. And that did not go over really well. Cause I just came from Japan, you know, I left in the middle of winter. So anything out here is super hot to me. Yeah. Um, so I gave up, on, I scratched that idea within like the first three days. So I started actually doing a lot of home cooking, <laughs> bought a few cookbooks and I've been trying to step up my home cooking game. So nice. Um, that's, I've logged countless hours into watching uh, every Gordon Ramsay show possible. <laughs> um, so that's uh, been one of the things I've tr been trying to improve on to yeah. like my time of uh, isolation <laughs> i have to say like my diet has so, just like improved like tenfold from being at home a lot like i'm just like yeah. eating more home-cooked meals which means more vegetables like just better yeah. prepared like it's kind of amazing mm -hmm. yeah meal prep get pretty boring so we've been trying to spice it up with like my little home cooking that i'm trying to learn yeah but i like to think that i went from like a solid four to like a a seven now nice so i'm getting there. <laughs> i'm getting there. i don't think i'll ever try out for master chef but I like where I'm at now. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so how are you and your wife? How are you? Because the gyms are closed. Uh, everything's closed. Everything's closed. So how are you guys keeping up with your uh, physical fitness? Oh, I have taken taken so many walks. We um, <laughs> got us, you know, crying baby or a fussy baby and, you know, bottles not helping, pacifier, all this stuff isn't helping. One thing that usually tends to work with us is I just go on a walk <laughs> or I, you know, go on a, a run with them. But, you know, the extra 30 pounds pushing him is kind of a, you know, a deal breaker sometimes. So yeah. I, just, I just go for walks and, you know, it's actually really nice. You know, I, I live in AMR, so I get to see like all the, the nice mountains and, you know, tripler from like way up on the hill. So it's actually been pretty entertaining just to get out and get some, you know, fresh air. And it usually makes the baby stop, you know, fussing and he usually takes a quick nap but wakes up by the time I get home. So, uh, um, last question has this time of social distancing and home isolation taught you any lessons? Maybe I'm not so, you know, uh, introverted that I thought, 
I used to think I was like, oh, I'm a homebody. I want, you know, I want to stay at home all the time, watch my movies. And now that I can't go anywhere, I'm just like, I think I might like people a little bit more than I, <laughs> <laughs> than I thought. Like, I, I, I miss the interaction, miss going out and just like going to the beach, yeah. you know, being around, uh, going, you know, going out to like, you know, clubs or dancing or something. I miss all of that now, even though that like totally wasn't me yeah. like four months ago. I was yep. like, no, just staying at home. Now, now that it's like everything that you can't have, you want more. Yes. <laughs> so I, that, that's been rough. Yeah. But maybe I'm more slightly extroverted now. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the same. Like I, as soon as this is over with, I used to like be saying like homebody introvert and like, you know, friends would be like, Hey, you want to go out? Mm, no, no. It's like, I will never turn down another invitation to go out ever again. <laughs> yeah. I used to, I, I like to say that I used to put the no and I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone asks like, do you want to go out? I'm like, I'll let you know. And then it's like day of like 30 minutes before they're like, Hey, you going to be there? I was like, Ooh, no. Um, <laughs> I'm going to dip. <laughs> <laughs> like now it's just like anyone can invite me to anything I'll, you know if it's banjo lessons yeah count me in i will be there going <laughs> going square yeah. dancing i'll be there i'll be there thank you so much staff sergeant robbins um we thank really you. appreciate you coming on the podcast talking to people next up MC2 Charles Oakey talks to BM2 Doolittle about how he is winning the battle of physical fitness, even with the gyms closed. No gym, no problem. So if you, real quick, could you just introduce yourself real fast so everybody knows who you are? Yeah. My BM2 Brian Doolittle, work over at uh, Command Navy Region Hawaii. All right, perfect. And so uh, I know this is kind of like... I know it's not normally we would normally do this in a studio, but um, just in a nutshell, can you just kind of uh, just describe, you know, how social distancing in the whole the, in COVID-19 has kind of changed your normal routine or have you had to adjust your normal routine because of it all? Um, I mean, to be honest, I found myself in kind of a similar situation because um, I PCS to Hawaii. I uh, didn't know too many people out here just yet. Um, it hasn't been too big of a change, um, other than, you know, the hours at work and then, uh, say going out to eat from time to time, but, uh, it may not have uh, affected me as it has affected others. Gotcha. So on to, you know, the other topic, um, you know, you're saying that kind of, you're able to stay in, in shape for this whole thing. Um. And a lot of people are kind of struggling with that, as you know, as you've probably seen on social media, um, people doing workout videos, yoga videos, instructional videos on how to stay in shape. Um, for you, what's been the biggest change um, for you when it's been coming to self-improvement and specifically with your fitness? So if, if I suppose if there is anything that I've improved on, uh, which surprises even myself, uh, is, is getting fit. So I, I didn't run too much prior to the shutdown of the gyms and whatnot. I was really just in the gym kind of doing the same old thing. Um, it's getting kind of monotonous, and, and I think this is exactly what I, what I needed. Um, I, I find myself running a lot more now, and I, I love it. Uh, switching over to more body weight 
um, type workouts, calisthenics, and then just, you know, having to get a little creative at home, which, yeah, it was a little difficult at first to get used to. Um, but once you get into the groove, it's, it's not, it's not bad. What's been the biggest adaptation? I know you said you started instead of, you know, I'm assuming lifting and you've gone more to running. Um, but like, what are other kind of things have you adapted from your, your workouts at the gym to workouts at home? Again, a lot more, a lot more body weight type of, type of stuff, which is, is really exactly what I needed. Um, I find myself wanting to work out more so now just because my routine, um, has, has changed and it's become fun again. Would you say it was kind of hard to kind of get into the groove of changing up a lot of what you've been doing since, you know, you said you did have a routine? For sure. Um, yeah, I, I definitely took a week off. Just, I kind of told myself, well, I mean, gym's closed. What are you going to do? Uh, after that week, I was, I kind of hated myself for it. So I decided just jump back into it. Mm-hmm. I know the the longer you wait, the harder it is to to get back to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of the the saying, uh, "Object at rest stays at rest." Object in motion stays in motion, kind of thing. Absolutely. But that's just that's just how I I feel about it. Um, it was just getting back into it. Almost for the starting is the hardest part, or was for me. Um, do you have any creative tips? I know you are uh, an ACFL, if I'm correct, if I'm thinking correct, right? Um, yeah. Do you have, yeah. do you have any cr- like creative ways you've seen people kind of going from like, okay, cool. I don't have a bench press anymore. How do I kind of emulate that at home? Have you seen any creative ways you think you'd share? Uh, yeah, I th- I've seen all sorts of different things. Um, I personally, I have an ammo can that I loaded with a, a few books and, and just random heavy things around the house. Um, I use that in different ways. You know, curl it, squat with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it change. You could use it as like a uh, for incline uh, push-ups. Um, I have I, my buddy was posting videos of him like curling bags of rice. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Um, you could. You you really, you could do anything. It's mm-hmm. just got to get creative. Um, yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Of other things I do, I have a. I luckily I got a little pull-up bar, and that's really helpful. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> so back to the, your buddy who's been curling uh, bags of rice. <laughs> is there yeah. is there anything you've seen like on the internet, like or pictures that you're like, okay, that's really creative, and I think I'm gonna try that. It's really just using it, things in your house. Uh, people using coffee tables for dips. Mm-hmm kitchen tables, counters, you can use it all. Gotcha. For our last interview today, Ensign Gabrielle DeLeon decided to go over and talk with Joseph Bloom and Melanie Beachy over at the Military Family Service Center, or MFSC. She wanted to talk with them a little bit about some of the resources that are available to service members as well as their families during this time right now. My name is Joe Bloom. I'm a clinical therapist with the Counseling and Advocacy Program over at Military and Family Service Center. I do individual, family, and couples therapy along with group therapy. We have a, a child therapist on board 
uh, for children, uh, ages, I believe, five and up, teenagers. Uh, uh, the larger portion of our program is the Family Advocacy Program. It's kind of our flagship, uh, and that provides um, uh, intervention and support services for families where due to stress or due to, you know, any uh, number of issues may be struggling in terms of abuse. That's emotional, psychological, physical, or sexual abuse, or abuse of children. Uh, I'm a um, training instructor and program coordinator for the personal and family life education team. And so what we do is focus on life skills and uh, FAP education, as well as the awareness campaigns. We have many programs here. So my program is, is just one of them. We have the transition assistance program, personal family life education, deployment support under the work and family life uh, division. And so um, some uh, programs have already moved forward with with a uh, virtual format for trainings, and those can be seen on greatlifehawaii.com. We also have a program called SAIL, and, and that's a program for anyone in the military who's experiencing any kind of suicide-related behavior. So we have a program that is an intervention program working with a mental health and with command as kind of a, a threesome called the SAIL program to intervene in cases where there is any kind of suicide-related behavior. That's absolutely wonderful. I know like a lot of sailors and airmen have been dealing with increased stress as a result of, you know, this, this new environment, the stressful environment that we found ourselves in. So absolutely. I, I mean, being in the military is stressful enough. Uh, I think Hawaii is a beautiful state. I've been here 26 years. Uh, and it's a great place to visit, but it's not necessarily an easy place to, to PCS to. Have you personally seen an increase or decrease in sailors and airmen taking advantage of the resources that you offer? Yes, and we are seeing an increased uh, demand. The services we offer are confidential. Um, they're all uh, licensed clinical therapists that work at the Counseling and Advocacy Program in FAP. Um, and so... You know, it's, uh, it's just really, really a great program and, and a, I think an excellent resource. What we found is by using the social media platform, uh, we actually had more people viewing uh, trainings that we've uh, recorded and placed uh, on YouTube. And uh, the links were on Facebook and, and um, Instagram. And so that might be the silver lining in this uh, challenging time. So Melanie, you mentioned um, Great Life Hawaii. But is that all inclusive? We would welcome commands to reach out to us because our phone number is still monitored, 474-1999, uh, or via email, mfscehawaii at navy.mil. Our scheduling number, if you've got a pencil there, folks, it's 474-0129. And they're open from 7.30 a.m. to um, 16.30 hours. There is also a front desk number. That number is 474-1999. I just have one question uh, left that is really specific to what you do with family advocacy. So for most of us, this is probably the first time in our military careers where we've had the opportunity to uh, work from home. And that can be hard even in a neutral environment. But there are a lot of service members who also who may have partners or roommates 
that can create an emotionally stressful or physically stressful or mentally stressful environment. Is there anything that you guys offer specifically um, that any, any help that you guys can provide um, that would allow our service members to get support um, and some help while still maintaining confidentiality? They can still reach out to our number, the 474-1999, and they can get in uh, contact with a victim's advocate uh, that can help them assess their situation, uh, safety plan, and uh, work with them to make sure there's a a lower stress uh, situation and a safe situation. So we have run through all the prescribed questions I had. Do you have any tips, tricks, or recommendations for our listeners on how to, uh, how they can potentially thrive instead of just survive during this period of uncertainty? What we're going to remember two or three years from now is how we treated others and how others treated us. And so I think that's a, a good guide for us today to treat ourselves well, to, to love and treat our children and families well, as well as we can. And just to, to stay as healthy as possible. Okay, so this is a bit of a checklist because self-care is a uh, critical part of lowering stress and building resiliency. Um, just to ask ourselves the questions each day, uh, how am I going to connect with uh, somebody today? Whether it's somebody that's long distance, uh, close by, but how am I going to connect? Also, how am I managing my expectations? Because this is a challenging time. So managing expectations, letting some things go where uh, we might be a little bit more rigid. Also, how am I going to enjoy the fresh air today? And uh, one way I will exercise is I'm going to explore creativity by um, whatever hobby you might do uh, that brings you joy. Also, uh, one thing I will do to enjoy my day, and that could be like a a relaxing walk, watching the sunset, and something I'm grateful today for is, and uh, uh, because by having a more grateful mindset, we um, are going to approach the situation, the stressful situation from a more positive angle. Thanks for listening to Above and Away, a joint-based Pearl Harbor, Hickam, Navy Region, Hawaii podcast. If you liked what you heard today and or you have some feedback for us, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at JBPHH on Facebook and at JointBasePHH on Instagram. Likewise, if you have an idea for one of our podcasts, a story from the base or something that you think that we should feature on our show, hit us up and let us know. Thanks for listening. Bye.